Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The Australians have won the second Ashes Test, up 2-0 now, and it was an incredible finish. It was very much unmissable stuff last night. There was a lot going on, and we're going to get into all of that. Obviously, Stokes' incredible innings. He absolutely dominated tactically and just with his, his shot-making ability as well in that one. There was, a, there was some issues off the pitch as well following the, the Johnny Bairstow uh, wicket which we'll, uh, we'll get into as well. But sorry I missed out on day four yesterday. I had to watch my, my brother run a marathon. He took him way too long to finish it, so I couldn't even uh, get the video in. But that's all right. We'll, we'll recap day four as well. And obviously you had uh, the Australians batting on that one. And, and overall, a, a cracking innings again to, to Kawaja, like we spoke about, and, and really came out with, with Smitty um, on, on 10. And, uh, yeah, they built a little bit of a partnership there with before – uh, the rest of the guys kind of um, you know, did end up struggling a little bit. There was no one that got any any big score in that second innings. But that is why there's such an importance on getting a good first innings lead. And that's exactly what the Australians did with a 90 lead, which allowed them to you know get all out for 279. Thankful to you know, a few of the top order guys for getting starts or you know with Kawaji getting the 77. Just allowed them to be in a good position and, and have 370 on the board as a chase. And the only time that uh, 340 has ever been chased was uh, West Indies had got one for 344. So that was the best chase at Lords here. So, yeah, it was always going to be really, really, really tough. And, yeah, the English actually got all the way to, to 330 or just before that to, you know, before they were, you know, all out and, and lost this match. But it's yeah, so, um, so good bowling from... From the England boys, and uh, Brody with four for again, just showing why he he is the class guy in in this lineup. Anderson not showing too much in these first two tests, so you'd expect a little bit more in this one. Uh, there was a fair bit more for the bowlers, obviously in the air, but then off the off the wicket as well. And Anderson still wasn't able to take too many wickets. Josh Tong worked out really well, I think that that uh, that bring in for them. He he bowled really great, and uh, you know had uh, had water on a string, that's for sure. And then Stokesy picking up a wicket as well, uh, you know, cleaning up the tail there of Hazelwood. So that was the you know the innings there of the Australians before you know the English came into 
uh, in today today five there with you know four for four for one one seventeen or whatever it was there. So had um had plenty of opportunity to come out and you know really put a put a good partnership together. Just want to get into the the wickets first of all of uh, you know Starkey with his two at the start and also Pat Cummings with his two to, and you know great bowling from Starkey apart from the down leg one to Crawley but uh, yeah terrific ball that one that just comes back in late to uh, Ollie Pope which showed you know Josh Tong was doing it the other way from round the wicket bring it back into the left hander but for Starkey to you know throw it outside off and and, and swing it back got Ollie Pope with an absolute beauty before. Uh, you know, Pat Cummins was able to get Joe Root with uh, absolute rip snorter there. Big, big bounce. Got up right near his grill and gloved that through, which was which was awesome there to Warner at first slip. And then only a few balls later to get Harry Brook bowled with an absolute peach. Just showed that, uh, yeah, the, the Aussie bowling just has a little bit more venom in them and they can get those type of wickets. So it was only really Josh Tong that could that was able to do that with the pace that he showed. And, and a few of the commentators were talking about that as well. It's just the difference in average pace between the Australian uh, bowling lineup and also the English there. So, yeah, they return on day five, four down. And, and you know, definitely a chance of winning. But I, I personally said they were completely done and dusted. And obviously, yeah, welcome to the crease. Crease Ben Stokes on 30-odd and, and Duckett on 50. And, yeah, he ended up getting the 83 there, Ben. So, yeah, the the drop the, the catch from from Mitch Stark on uh, on day four. We should actually mention that as well because that was that was disgusting that that was called um yeah you know, a no catch that ended you know, up being not out because you look at that and he's caught it two hands. He has the control. He takes off one hand to brace himself for you know diving to the ground. And yes, he you know maybe he could have turned his hand and slid like that, but he it's not like he used the ground to to keep that as a catch. And you know that's where that's where the rules are is that if you're using the ground in some potential way to, to keep you holding on to the catch, then it should be not out. Uh, but in that scenario, it's a catch every day of the week. I don't even know why they went upstairs, and they did, and, and they decided that that was overturned. So not good uh, on that front, but, yeah, it didn't hurt them too much in the end. But uh, Ducker went on to get 83, and he's showing his class, and he's seems to be his pull shots. He's getting a lot of a lot of shorter balls there that he gets to put to the legs that he gets to hit to the leg side and and um yeah he's he's really taking his opportunity at the top of the lineup for the English and I'd say he'd be there for a while now with just some of the the great scores that he's shown since his return to the to the squad uh, and then Stokesy the one fifty five was absolutely incredible nine sixes nine fours and yeah the partnership that he ended up having with Brody at one point it was uh, I think he went up to about one hundred and five or so before. Before he got out there, but um, yeah, Broad had ten at that point and had only faced like twenty five balls. So, the way that the Stokes is able to to manipulate the the attack, the you know the tactics there, I had Stokes at expert level on tactics and execution, and Australia were at, at about the beginner level for the most part of that. They did improve things in in the back end uh, with you know the ability to to bowl that little bit wider to to play a little bit more T twenty style because Stokes was batting T twenty style. And Australia were not bowling accordingly. They decided to have every single person on the boundary, whatever, then just bowl short and continue to bowl short every ball and just bowl the same ball. There was no change-ups. There was no Yorker switch-up. There was no wider one. There was no slower ball. There was no, yeah, there's no leg cutter. There's no whatever they want to do out the back of the hand, something fun like that, just to change things up and get him, yeah, which they do in, in T20 stuff. If the guys are going pretty hard, all you have to do is change the pace a little bit, get a little bit more bounce, get a little bit of a you know a slower ball, something like that to get someone off their rhythm. And and Ben Stokes, when he's in that type of mood, 
Headingley 2019 kind of vibes. It was uh, tough to watch, especially when you're about to go to sleep, uh, having nightmares of, of 2019. But you just need to change it up in some way. And then the other issue I, I, I took with it was they, you know, if he, if he didn't take a run for the first three or four balls, they then wouldn't bring any of the field in. He then just had like literally open field. All he always do is get some type of pad or, or glove or bat on it and take a single and, and just get Brody up there for a ball or two. And I just felt that that was, you know, I didn't think I didn't rate that captaincy at all because just basically for an hour and a half that, that Brody was in there, he faced 25 balls and it was over a hundred partnership and it just got close. It was getting closer and closer and they were six down and I didn't need like 70 odd to win at that point um, that I was, you know, that I was watching just before he got out there. And you know, if, if it went that little bit longer and they get it down to 20 odd and I was talking about. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry and some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Talking to my dad about, it, I was saying, you know, 190, 200. If Stokes can be there and get that, they win. Like it's it's just easy as that. Obviously not easy, but the way he was doing it, um, yeah, he was hitting some big, big balls. But then, you know, there's all those tactics that are sort of pretty poor. Like you want to try and keep Stokesy on. If you haven't seen a four, then you have a hole over abroad, and they just never had that full over. They just had a, a ball or two, um, and then even some of their plans to broad weren't great or either. With you know trying to bowl fairly short to him, yes, he got hit a couple of times. The ball wasn't bouncing as much as you would have want, so it's very hard to get those type of you know off the glove catches in close, and um, and they allowed like they had a lot of players back as well. So yeah, if he did have a, a bunch of times, he had three balls to face, and they had a couple of guys in, and then very much a lot of space there for him to hit a single, um, rather than make him go try and go over the top and sky one or something like that. Yeah, that, that was a bit of an issue on that front, and um, and then Stokes actually changed his game a little bit. He didn't try and slog. Yeah, you know, just before lunch he was slogging everything and and you know middling everything for six, and then after lunch he, he changed his tacks for most for the most part. He was going less aerial as the game got a little bit closer and a little bit more in the, in his grasp. He um he changed to make he was trying to make sure that he was going to be there. He did trust Broad. It looked like as well. Sometimes he was giving you three balls to to face off off Cummins or something like that. So, and the Aussies didn't change at all once Stokes changed. So, yeah, there's something there as well. So I just think Stokes is obviously didn't get there in the end, but he was incredible for his 155. And, and uh, yeah, you're watching, you're absolutely watching history, especially if he, yeah, if he was to go on and win that match. He probably gets 200 and it's one of the best innings ever in Test cricket. So, yeah, just fell short of that. Let's get to the Johnny Bairstow situation. Actually, can, we, can I just call him Bairstow? Every single person just calls him, calls him by his full name, whereas everyone else gets, you know, you get Brooke or you get, Stokesy or something like that. It's just Johnny Bairstow at all times. It's funny. Um, 
Okay, for anyone who's ever played cricket in their life, I'm sure you've seen a wicket like that before. Not once has anyone blown up about it. All everyone, all everyone says is you're an absolute idiot for walking outside of your crease. That's all it is. Like why? Like you just had a bit of a brain snap. Yeah, okay, I wasn't concentrating. It's all that kind of stuff. Like I play even like under fourteens and stuff. It's like, yeah, someone does that. There's not one person that's like, oh, you probably shouldn't do that. Like it's just like, well, until the ball's dead, until they catch it, and then pass it to a mate. Or they catch it and they're like about to throw it back to the bowl or something. As a batsman, you need to either wait in your crease for a tick, you know, two or two seconds, three seconds, and then walk off, or turn around, pop your bat down, look at the keeper. Okay, he's not doing anything. Cool, I can go. In sad fun, he's just literally ducked the ball and started walking, and and Kerry's taken it and thrown it in the same motion. You can liken it exactly to if he's keeping up to the stumps to a spinner, you leave it outside off, you play and miss whatever it is and then he goes and hits the stumps. It's the exact same thing, except this game, he's, he's catching the ball and throwing at the stumps from further away. What, so if you leave the ball and you're out, of, if you slide out of your crease or you're out of your crease, can you not stump him? It's literally a stumping just from further back. So stupid, I think, in my that anyone would uh, would think that that was an issue. Yeah, there's there's been, obviously, people have likened it to the, to the underarm ball many, many years ago. Um, I believe that was unsportsmanlike. It was in the rules, but that's unsportsmanlike. Yeah, that's not giving someone a fair chance to to be able to hit a six with it, with it rolling. Um, so I think that's you know, obviously that got outlawed and that, that rule got changed for that reason. There's nothing in the rules, even you know, even the English uh, ex English players, you know, Mike Atherton and these kind of guy, kind of guys were, were saying that it was just um, it was lazy. It was he was dozing off. Well, they killed Dozy, a uh, bit of a dozy. He was um, best though. So yeah, I just thought um, yeah, for people to blow up about that and then you know. Everything happened with the with the members in the long room, and they're all yeah. Everyone's yelling out that yeah, the Aussies are always cheats, and that not one part of this was cheating. Yes, you go back to the the scandal in in South Africa. In South Africa, they cheated. Yeah, that, that was that, and they they got reprimanded for that. They got a year off. They lost millions and millions and millions of dollars um, for doing that. And what they do forget is is Bear so tried to do that to Marnus, and there's a bunch of videos circling around um, from two days earlier when when that happened from when when he was doing that to Marnus to try and get him out. So. It's uh, well within the rights that if you're, you know, if you're batting out of your crease or you just walk, you didn't even look back to see if he if he'd moved on or what. So, uh, what well on to Kerry? And actually, one one thing, last thing I wanted to mention there was the Ben Duckett dismissal and that ball that he got him out. He actually moved a little bit to the leg side. Um, you know, Kerry did, and that was like a bit of a plan that they were going to just bowl it just outside the the line of of Duckett there, and hopefully only gets a little bit on. He gets some glove or something like that, and and. Uh, Kerry can get over there and catch it. It ended up being perfect. He got just enough on it. But him being in that spot, he wouldn't have been able to get it otherwise and and, and a good jump and, and a good take. So Kerry tactically, and then obviously to when he did throw it at the stumps there for Bairstow and to hit middle stump and, and be absolutely perfect on that front was was great as well. And, and he's just had a great series so far. Very, very impressed with Alex Kerry. Very impressed with Broad and and uh, his ability to, to wear a lot of those shots there that he got, a lot of the short balls and... Uh, a little bit of cat and mouse and a little bit of... Uh, it seemed like he was pretty angry, a little bit annoyed with, with the Besto uh, dismissal and being out there in the middle after it happened. Obviously, yeah, he was uh, getting into a bit of it like, oh, is it okay if I leave the crease now? Is it dead ball yet? Um, which is funny. But yeah, there's so much happening in this test match and uh, very strange for the Lord's crowd to be like that as well. But uh, yeah, that's uh, day four and five. In a nutshell, guys, 2-0 to the Australians. I kind of you know thought that this one would be a close one. We do know the Australians like to play at Lords and uh, you know the, their enthusiasm and their skill was on display in this one and and to do it without Nathan Lyon who's likely going to be gone for the series it seems like uh, was an amazing effort uh, yeah they didn't really have much of a change up in that uh, second innings I would have had a crack at 
Travis Head at uh, one point there, especially when I think it was like a hundred partnership, seventy odd, eighty runs to get. And I was like, okay, you probably should have just you know changed it up a little bit. Greeny was getting whacked, and they brought him back on. It was just that was the time just to try something. Obviously, right armor spinning away from the lefty, but you know they got away with it in the end. Thankfully, uh, would have been a monumental loss if they end up losing that one from that situation, given they were six down, needing one hundred and eighty or whatever it was. So that's that one, guys. I hope you enjoyed that. And uh, yeah, we got like three days off, I believe, until until the next one. So hopefully Tom Murphy's in there. I'd like to see him play uh, and, and you know against England. I think that would be really, really cool. He had a great series against India. And I imagine there'll be, there, there could be a one change, I'd imagine, for the English. Most likely one of their fast bowlers might come out and uh, they could change things up. But we'll, we'll see what happens on that front. Do they play a spinner? We will, uh, we will see from that one. So hope you enjoyed that one. I'll catch you in the preview. For the-, the secret to visibly firmer, summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dull, dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Rich yet never greasy, Andaria Algae Body Oil is formulated with sustainably sourced seaweed to help replenish the skin's moisture barrier and seven nourishing active botanical oils for results you can see and feel all over. The best part? It's signature scent. A blend of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. This all-natural scent is unforgettable. Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com, code GLOW.